Recording. Okay. Every episode starts the same way. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We should maybe make it like an effort to start this one in another, like, hey there. (laughs) We'll see. uh, Hi. Hi. (laughs) This is Darcy. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Welcome to the No Concept Podcast. Maybe we'll put a theme song in here. Let's see how my afternoon goes. Okay. Have you gotten more well, drafts? Or? No, no. I didn't give him any notes either. Our um, dear, dear friend Drew Conley sent us a beautiful theme song, which we then didn't mess with yet. <laughs> so, sorry, Drew. You do good work. You're an incredible composer. And you're a nice, general human being. And I really like your parents. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew composes, uh, when I do my short films, he composes the music for it. And his mother came up to me after one, and it's just like the best, proudest mom in the whole world. Hi, Drew Conley's uh, mom. <laughs> that's nice. So she'll yeah. listen just to hear the theme song. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> if, I put it, if I ever put it in there. Yeah. Maybe today's the day, Drew. I won't have lyrics. I might just have a tune. Just a ditty. Do, 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 do. That's, that one's taken. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> we'll work on it. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the No Concept Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Darcy. And Katie. And uh, we have a very special episode for you today. Yes. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, um, what we're going to do is a little bit of a recap uh, of the previous seven episodes um, and a little bit of an update um, some things have changed. We've learned some new things. Um, and we're, we're just going to talk about each episode in turn a little bit. Um, so if you've never listened to one of our episodes before, this might be kind of a good overview and you can see if something seems appealing to you. Yeah. Um, so then you can know which are like, I want to go listen to that one or all of them because they're all just gold. All gold. <laughs> not, n- not a single moment we could have cut from any of them. No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess what we do for a normal episode is this is the no concept podcast. So we bring in a topic that we typically have no concept about. Um, and then go to was like electricity. How does electricity work? I still have no idea. Yeah. My dad tried to explain it to us. Yeah. Sitting at the brewery. Yeah. I nodded a lot. Boring, boring, boring. (laughs) We, I I ended up taking my, my takeaway was like, so it is water. (laughs) (laughs) And I said it that, I think, defensively. On the episode, you're like, cold? Yeah. (laughs) And I was sure it was not cold. Yeah. But I think coal's involved. It can be coal or water or is steam the same as water? Uh, Anyways, whatever. So, anyway. We come up with a topic we don't know anything about, as we just did. Yeah. Uh, and then ideally, we would bring on a guest who knows a lot about this topic to t- teach us a little something. Right. Um, so in the end, hopefully, we'd have some concept of what we were talking about when talking about electricity. Or a new perspective, even if we don't cover the whole thing. And that's been a couple of episodes, too, is just a different perspective. And we're not doing any of that today. Today, we're just no. recapping because I got too busy. <laughs> well, and I think it's good to kind of do a little bit of this. Um you know, because there are things that have come up that I thought, oh, we need to get that, you know, like mention this in the next podcast and then we don't or, you know, feedback that we've gotten. So I think it'll be good to kind of touch on that stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did well, you learn anything this week? 
<sighs> we always start. We always start. We always start with something we learned this week, um, and it's usually pretty bad because we can't ever think of anything. <laughs> and I'm gonna go straight home from here and email Darcy my clip that I'm gonna insist that she put in. <laughs> what did you learn? What did I learn? You might have learned shapes or blocks or clocks or colors, or you might have learned that we're all sisters and brothers. I have herpes. <laughs> of Jan from the office singing, what did you learn? Yeah. <laughs> and then the best part is I had forgotten. So it has like Jan singing with her daughter, and then Michael's sitting there watching the whole thing, because this is the episode where he thinks he has herpes, and he gets tired of it, and he just goes, I have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> So, don't worry, I have that clip. Hopefully, maybe <laughs> you guys can hear it. What did I learn this week? Oh, I'll go. Great. I have one. You, can, you have, a, like, a two-minute buffer here. Perfect. On the drive over here, my mom, um, I have my mom's car because mine is in the shop, blah, blah, blah. She had the radio on Catholic Spirit Radio. And my phone was dead, so I couldn't hook it up to my phone. And so I just found myself listening to talk radio, which growing up was like the worst. I hated talk radio, which is funny <laughs> that now I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> But the show I heard today was a priest, and I don't know who it was. I heard the name, but I don't remember it anymore. Um, I've always heard the theory. I'm, I don't know if you, if you have much uh, background in this about Jesus having brothers and sisters. Uh, and just like ways. Da Vinci Code levels. Right. Yeah. So there's some there's some belief that they're just brothers and sisters. But then I I don't know if it's specific to the Catholic religion or if it's Christianity in general tries to find ways to explain that and how to make it so that like I think maybe a little bit specific to the Catholic faith there that creates issues as far as um, Mary goes, because Mary is seen oh, she's as, a figure, yeah, as more still than... as like the ever virgin. Like, mm -hmm. so if she had kids after Jesus, obviously she is not a virgin anymore. Mm -hmm. um, which I'm not even sure how much weight I place on any of this. You know, like it mm. doesn't have anything to do with my personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah, but I get that. Like as an institution in general, you, you try to figure stuff out. Yeah. You know, but I've always heard this theory passed around that he did have brothers and sisters or that there was um at that time you would be close enough to your cousins that they would call them brothers and sisters well in the bible i know it's listed as whoever brother of right Jew. yeah i mean they're listed as brothers what i heard this morning i thought was interesting though because it almost makes more sense to me uh, like it makes me almost want to research it is um that Joseph was a widower when he oh. married Mary. Really? And that huh. he would have already had children. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. But so that's what this priest was talking about. There's two schools of thought. And and I think his main takeaway was that we don't know what it was and that, you know, at least that's what I took away from it. I don't mm. know. It just opened a whole new can of worms to me of things that are... It's, it was interesting. I thought it was an interesting huh. theory. Well, I learned that... Catholics believe Mary was still a virgin. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Well, and I we're was, just like, yeah, she's got kids. Who cares? <laughs> like nobody. We're, but you know, Mary's not the same figure in 
Protestant right. religion. As she, you know, I mean, I don't know. Right. Never occurred to us that what Mary did after the virgin yeah. birth, we're like, whatever, man. <laughs> I think eventually it would be interesting to bring someone, a more knowledgeable Catholic yeah. than me and to talk about stuff like that that people don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, because I think there are just a few. Mary's probably the biggest one. But even, I think, all the relationship with the saints. Yeah. People don't really get that. That in confession. I think those three. Okay, and also... <laughs> yeah, the saints I don't get. Confession I get. The confession saints, I understand. Confession, yeah. Mary, which Mary is just a saint, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, she's just like the star saint. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. that. That's yeah. probably a butchered, super oversimplified way. But um, And then also the Eucharist, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the real, I don't know. I, when yeah. I went through confirmation, that's the one of the real differences between yeah. Protestant and Catholics, but... But anyways, we could get on. Martin Luther. What do we get Martin Luther in here and have him break it down for yeah, us? <laughs> we he, could get he's like very a, well versed in the we differences. Could get like a, a Catholic <laughs> priest and a, like a Lutheran minister to discuss yeah. the differences. Except for you and I would just be like, oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And not I remember that. We I remember this part in Leviticus that <laughs> yeah. I think you're referencing. I was reading Leviticus 6, 13. Oh, there aren't. 13 verses in chapters. Yeah. <laughs> Does your Leviticus say this? Because my Leviticus. <laughs> Maybe that should be like our new uh, code to like get out of the situation. Well, when I was reading Leviticus, I'm like, Brenda. abort, it's over. <laughs> Brenda, my sister-in-law gave Georgie a gift um, for her baptism. And it was a little like sheep piggy bank and it had some Bible verse on it, you know. But she got it from, in Lincoln, there was like a Catholic gift shop. It was like a, you know, whatever, a Christian store, but it happened to be a Catholic yeah, store. Yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, And it was wrapped and it had a little sticker on it that said where it came from. And I, every time Gloria I... Deo. Yeah, that's yeah. one. Yep. <laughs> uh, and every time I look at that sheep, I think, oh, that's our cat, our little Catholic sheep. <laughs> and I laugh. And I told Brenda that. And she says, why? Does it have a Catholic verse on it? Like, is the verse just a Catholic one? I'm like, no. Like, yes. I think the verses are the same. It has it's a just- picture of Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a virgin sheep. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Perpetual virgin, virgin sheep. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's the same. It's just <laughs> from the store. <laughs> No, that's a nice door. They yeah. have, they have some good stuff there. Lovely baptismal gifts. <laughs> yeah, well, that stuff is it's hard, hard to, to find. find I that, know, or that isn't like the same thing you're going to get from seven yeah. other people. Yeah, it's a it's a niche market. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they also have a lot of the. I don't. I haven't been wearing it lately, but I have two necklaces that have. I have lots of different saint medals and uh-huh. like a cross and a, some kind of charm or something. Um, and most of them, they all have come. Either from different experiences that I've gone to, like the first one I got was just a little pendant, pendant that says loved that my I bought for my mom and sister and I at a Women of Faith conference. Uh-huh. And then, but then I've slowly added and accumulated all these little saint medals and they have like the best selection there. Oh, yeah. And they have more than like Solid Rock and Carney has some, you can get some online. But there is like a, there's a big difference in the quality and you can't tell from the price because even the good quality ones will be like six bucks sometimes. Yeah. But then sometimes you'll get the six dollar one online, and it's like you can bend, bend it, it half yeah. with your fingers uh-huh. if you try to. So they have they have a good uh, array of better ones there. So if you ever need to get me a Saint medal, you can go to. Gloria I'll know where Day. to go. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Let me look and see if I've learned anything. I have to look at my phone to know what if I learned did you anything. Learn? <gasps> I know something you learned upstairs. Oh, 
What did I learn upstairs? That your dishwasher has a disposal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned that I could put spaghetti in my dishwasher and it would go away. <laughs> no one told me that. And the moment after Russ told you that, he was like, just kidding, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that nope. I had that knowledge. Nope, that, it's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn that. I didn't know any dishwashers had disposals built into them. I, I guess I didn't know where the food went <laughs> or how it dissolved uh, because we didn't have a disposal growing up on the farm because we had a septic system and we couldn't have one. Anyway, we couldn't have one. Oh, see, I don't know. We have a septic system. I don't know. For whatever reason, we couldn't have one. Yeah. Maybe know. they could now, but at the time they couldn't. Anyway, so we never had one. So I wasn't used to that being an option. Uh, so, yeah, I did learn that. I, uh, I've had a busy week. I don't know. I have... Uh, normally my regular job, what I do is I write commercial treatments. Um, so if Coca, I, this is my standard go-to example. If Coca-Cola wants a TV commercial, they hire an ad agency, ad agency writes commercial. Uh, and then when it's time to make the commercial, they hire a company to actually make it called a production company. Uh, and that company has a bunch of directors that they work with. Um, so they bid for a job. And what I do is is I work with a director to come up with a plan for how we would direct the commercial. So here's what it would look like. Here's um, who we'd cast in it. Here's, you know, some punch up to the script. Here's how we'd make the script funnier. Um, And I write a document basically trying to get my company the job is what I do every day. I've done it for two and a half years. I've written somewhere in the neighborhood of like 400 of these things, um, about 2,000 words a piece, which puts us at... (laughs) 80,000 words. <laughs> I can't do that kind of math in my uh, head. I can't either. 200, wait. 2,000? 2,000. Times. Times 400. Yeah. 800,000. 800,000. So that's, Jesus. 800,000 words. Hang on, this is going to be worth it. <laughs> So War and Peace is 587,000 words. So you've written War and Peace and a half. (laughs) I've written one and a half War and Pieces (laughs) in two and a half years. So that's what I do typically. But what I did this week um, was I was actually writing the script. They they had an idea, but I was actually writing the script for a commercial, um, which was really fun. And for a big, fun actor who has a really distinctive voice, who I definitely won't say here. But there's animation elements and there's multiple products and it's uh, it was just like um, writing in within very specific parameters. But it was a lot of fun because I was actually writing the script for it instead of just a directing plan. So that's cool. Yeah, and took a lot more uh, thought and effort and time than my normal tick 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 tick. You know, I mean, it, it was a little more effort. So anyway, that's why we're doing a recap episode. But I learned a lot of uh, specific things about how animation works <laughs> this week. So. Well, yeah, I want to hear more about the commercial, and I want to know wh- when it's oh, made. So yeah, we'll we'll share it. with our yeah. listeners. All right. Well, so that's sort of something. Yeah. It's something. Uh, let's dive into our recap, I guess. Okay. Um, so, episode one. With Colleen. Feels like a million years ago. No. When I think about episode one, my mind goes straight to the porn line. I know. It's such a good line. It's such a good line. So we had Colleen kind of talk to us about uh, what it's like to be Nebraska famous, to be recognizable 
in, in these Nebraska. yeah small town communities in this very specific little region right. <laughs> um, because we don't see a lot of celebrities here so it's kind of a it's a weird offshoot of celebrity that she lives with <laughs> especially because it's such a specific like if she goes to Iowa oh, no yeah. one knows no. who she is there mm-hmm. is no, like she's not gonna go on a vacation and have people be like well unless they're from Nebraska which I'm sure happens <laughs> but you know like yeah if you're not from Nebraska you don't know who she is no no yeah, and with the cord cutters, I mean, I don't know if, you know. Right, a lot of people from Nebraska, or they'd be like, she looks familiar, but they don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, so we kind of talked to Colleen about that. Um, follow up from that episode. One thing I cut from the episode was she said, one of the things she really likes the most about her job is when it's like a high pressure situation and the news, the information the news can provide is really, really important. So, like, with the flooding and stuff, she gave this example. With the flooding this spring, you know, they felt really, really valuable with, like, relief sites. And here's who you need to call. And here's where you need to go. And here's what needs to happen. And, you know, talking to FEMA and all that stuff. Um, and she said that part of her job is really, really rewarding. Um, and I cut it. <laughs> and then we got more we had, flooding. Yeah, and then we had more flooding. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd have left that in because it was, like, so pertinent, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Katie's really now getting laying down <laughs> recording. <laughs> I just decided that this was going to be more comfortable. <laughs> this is how I podcast. <laughs> by this child's map that I have in my basement. <laughs> this is so much more comfortable. Yeah, great. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. How's that chair? It sucks. I'm going to keep sitting so, up like a goddamn professional. <laughs> Back to the flooding, though. Yeah, which just keeps hitting us. Right. Well, and Carney just got killed. Oh, yeah. I so, mean, yeah. just like the interstate area. Well, Josie was just telling me um, in California, I don't remember if she, she was watching Hulu, maybe. Um, there was a relief organization specifically for benefiting the Nebraska flooding that wow. was showing it. Uh, on a commercial. So there's a commercial circulating nationwide about relief efforts for Midwest flooding. I think there was a few other states involved, but specifically showed a lot of Nebraska footage, she said, Um, which made me really happy because I feel like it just hasn't gotten very much national attention at all. Um, And we really did just get hammered. I mean, honestly, and I feel like it just didn't get very much coverage, but, you know. It reminds me, a little off topic, but I have... Things to donate in my car for the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. I need to find a place to donate them. Mm. Um, actually, one of our, <laughs> probably one of our most loyal listeners, <laughs> is her. some of her husband's family is there. Yeah. Um, her niece's families are from there. And so she's been really good about posting, like, the list of what they need, places to donate it. Mm, Shout out good. to Amber, because I think you probably are still listening, hopefully. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I need to look it up, because eventually it's a little too late to send those diapers in that I bought for. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need but, to keep those either. So. <laughs> no, yeah, there's there's no benefit to us. <laughs> yeah, so that was but, Colleen's episode. It's really good. If you um, just want to hear some funny uh, news anecdotes, um, Learn a bit, a little bit about what it's like to be recognizable. Yeah, I did write. So th- what I thought of with that episode too, I think that the it clicked a little bit for me because even though it was the first one we released, it was actually our second one, mm. and I think I finally kind of breathed a sigh of relief that like this might work when she said the thing about 
her agent being named Moore, and like we immediately like I could picture like the guy smoking a cigar in his office, and we're joking around about it. And I thought like, okay, this feels natural now. Like it finally felt like okay, I can do this, and I'm not like gonna be anal and like picky the whole time about how does my voice sound and <laughs> you know like awkward or whatever like see now i just am laying on this couch yeah, sprawled out on the couch. i'm just like oh whatever <laughs> it's just podcasting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but i do feel like that it, it just like slowly became easier yeah yeah i think so too so episode two was about reiki Her- the biggest thing i really wanted to make sure we talk about on this one was that in the beginning remember i talked about how olivia's had a reiki practitioner uh, that was Karen, one of our guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After Amy listened, she t- she messaged us on Facebook. She's like, uh, yeah, that's Karen. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we're, we're super on it. Yeah. yeah. We're just advertising for her, even though, yeah. We didn't even know. Uh, it's our most wildly popular episode to date. Yeah, I think the topic... I think was a great one. It was a great way to introduce our, I kind of our format mm-hmm. too. But yeah, because no one knows what Reiki is. It's one of the truest to format episodes we've done. You yeah. know, because it is a, a something a lot of people don't understand and don't know much about. The other thing that I think re- worked really well um, with that one was the panel discussion. I think because there were multiple people to talk to and bounce ideas back and forth off of, I think it flowed really, really well. Yeah. Uh, and I liked having multiple guests. I thought yeah. it was nice. Yeah, I think that was good. I think it's a good idea when we can maybe do a little bit more of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest takeaway from that was maybe like when I listened to it back because you edited that episode. So I went straight from recording it to not hearing anything until, you know, two weeks later plus probably. And then mm-hmm. I listened to it just like our listeners. Yeah. And I was more convinced in person sitting down here talking about it than listening to the episode. So I don't know if that was a, um, like, maybe just because of the, you know, visual eye contact, seeing yeah. people face to face. They were really passionate about it, and you could tell they were passionate about it, talking about it. Yeah. Um, it was an energy. There was an energy in yes. the room. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, you know. Doesn't translate as well. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah, because I was 100% after being here, I thought, like, I need to try Reiki. I want to go do, you know, and I think I think I still would mm-hmm. in the right circumstance. But um, just listening to it, it didn't sell me as much. Yeah. So I guess if you're on the fence about it and you think, like, our episode didn't convince you, <laughs> don't let that be the reason that you don't yeah. pursue it. Yeah. We liked it. Yes. Mm. And then that one, so after the Reiki episode, we actually did have a couple emails, um, and I guess this is a good time to talk about, we love your feedback, we love yes. your ideas, we love your suggestions, if you want to be a guest, if you know someone who should be a guest, uh, just shoot us an email, we like to interact with you, or a, a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and we're at noconceptpod at gmail.com, and noconceptpod basically everywhere. Right. Um, yeah, and we we love to interact with all of you. So yeah, and we're definitely open to suggestion for topics, for guests, for anything. Haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if there's just like, why are you doing this? This is dumb. I could use some landscaping ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
whatever. Uh, episode three. Uh, whale of a time. Oh, no. we should we should have said what episode two was. I guess it was about Reiki. I think I did. Did I you? You didn't set it up? I th- okay. I think so. Great. <laughs> if not, it's about Reiki, which is energy healing, which is interesting. And we kind of talked about what we think it is. Is it a god thing? Is it a not a, a right. distinctly right demonic was it, thing? Is, is it, it something a, that if you're a Christian you should avoid? Mm-hmm. Or is it, does uh, it go hand in hand? Does it work? What does it do? Right. Yeah. Who could use it? We talked about Is it just Phoebe cleansing your aura? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the episode was. Yes. Uh, episode three is about whales. <laughs> yes. Specifically about the Blackfish documentary and then SeaWorld and what was true, what wasn't true. And a lot of it ended up cut in editing because of the time constraints. But one of the best parts of it that I would still like to revisit was just the idea of documentaries mm. and if they were skewed or if they are, you know, are a little bit, I think you maybe posed the question if they're irresponsible yeah, because it, it does have a, a motive. Yeah. Um, well, and I think it's something people in Nebraska relate to a lot, even though, you know, maybe marine biology in general doesn't appeal right. to a lot of people in our area. Uh, <laughs> Something Nebraskans relate to a lot, because we've been on the other side of a lot of these documentaries about, you know, different farming practices or animal practices or, you know, I mean, and, you know, all these, you know, studies and antibiotics and Monsanto and now, I mean, beef and the environment and, you know, I mean, it's, we've been the bad guy in a lot of these sort of conversations before. And I, I, I think that's kind of a way in that a lot of Nebraskans can relate to. Right. I agree. Um, and it's just more, it's more interesting than whales themselves. It's, it's more about the ethics of it and the nuances of it and the sort of people behind these organizations um, and the people who really care about their animals and love their jobs and have a passion. And, you know, I mean, it was just an interesting, more human story than you might think. Right. And this may be the first time that Clueless as a movie came up in the podcast, yeah. which has since then continued to be a common thread in yeah. most episodes, mm-hmm. is that somehow some line from Clueless relates to everything in life. Constantly, yeah. <laughs> but it's one of our lower listened to episodes, um, which we think is a terrible injustice because it's a really good one. <laughs> yeah. We had talked about maybe we need to maybe think about that a little bit more renaming it in some way or something like maybe it draws more appeal or we post it in a different way i don't know but yeah i honestly think that one and the reiki i think are very interesting topics that anyone could listen to without i think maybe some of the benefit that tell us to me it's not something that you're going to become like emotional about you know like because like i definitely think some of the other episodes like you're going to walk away from it feeling like some sort of a lasting effect, maybe, you know, like if we're talking about, you know, Joe's story or racism or something, you know, like it, it could stir something up in you mm-hmm. where like, I feel like Reiki or whales documentaries, like it's going to, it's going to hold your interest for an hour, hour and a half of your life, but then you're going to move, walk away from it and you're not going to be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, um, moving right on to episode four, which is uh, Joe Marvin's story, right, which was great, so good. It's um, 
this one's really, really good. It's basically a personal narrative um, of a kid in Holdridge. And, and the headline of the story is when he was a baby, just a few hours old, was left on the steps of a church in Ravenna, Nebraska. Um, no, Riverdale. Not Ravenna. River. Yeah, Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale. That's another baby. It's a key plot point. <laughs> key plot, plot point in the story. Yeah. Riverdale. Um, and was found by some school children the next morning um, waiting for the bus. Uh, so it's a, a story of his adoption. Um and then he's had some tough sort of medical diagnoses that, you know, because he's adopted, doesn't have any uh, medical history for. Um, and, and then, then ultimately, into his mom's. Yeah, his mom's sort of cancer diagnosis and, and struggles. And then ultimately, it's a story of wild, um, powerful faith-based occurrences and coincidences. Right. And miracles and things. Um, it's, and just like a... To me, it was like just a concrete example of how God is at work in our lives. Oh, man. He's one of those people where just crazy coincidences like like connections that Katie and I both had with him follow him just absolutely everywhere. And it's, yeah, it's a very real sort of presence with him. Um, anyway, but a really, really compelling, interesting personal narrative. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I actually bought the book, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, that he talked about in this. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's actually somehow become the book my mom and I are now reading together, which has been nice. Good. Yeah. We just, um, I don't know how weeks just slip away from you. Yeah. (laughs) So we've actually only talked about two chapters so far, but Uh it's nice because the way it's written, have you read it or do you have it or I have it? I've read, I've only read pieces of it. Okay. So we've, I'm working on chapter three, reading it now, but it's nice because it, it's pretty easy to read, but then at the end of every chapter, there's kind of a recap, and then there's some Bible verses that relate to it that maybe were already mentioned, but you actually go, or at least I do, I go and actually read them again, and then um, some questions that they want you to, hi, Jojo, that they, you better get down, I think you're going to bump the microphone. Yeah, like that. This is the disadvantage of laying on the couch, hi, Jojo what? can also reach yeah. the microphone. I don't, there is no disadvantage to laying on the couch. <laughs> Jojo. Um, Jojo, get down. Okay. Okay. So, so there's questions. Go so ahead. there's questions at the end of the chapter that then it makes it, you actually think about how it relates to your life. Again, because you know, as you read it, you think about it and like, I'll make little notes in the margins or underline things or whatever. But actually then having, having to write down the questions, which is what my mom and I then do together is that we read the kind of recap again, answer the questions, and then we talk about it. And then there's a prayer at the end. And actually, the prayer at the end of chapter two was so nice. Yeah. Like, I want to, I think, like, copy it out of there. I don't know. It yeah. just, I really liked it. So it's been really good. And when I first started, I kind of thought, maybe I'm reading it too early. Like, maybe it's the book I need to read after my mom passes Mm. which is terrible to think about yeah but um the more i've gotten into it the more i think no like it's the timing it's what i need to read now and it's great to read it with her Mm -hmm. and so it's been really good i've been really yeah i love it i love it it's been a good um 
good resource for us, I mm-hmm. think. And that was called It's Not Supposed to Be it's Like This. It's Not Supposed this. to Be This Way. This Way. Lisa, Liza. Tykerst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got mine at Target. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe you can get it on Amazon. <laughs> Try to remember to link to it. Yeah. <laughs> Try to remember to link to any of this. Um, yeah. But Joe's, Joe's a really, really good one if you want a really sort of powerful faith story, personal narrative, Joe's great. Yeah. And that was the one. I did get some feedback on that one. My same cousin, Amber, she was like, wow, chills or goosebumps or something. You know, like <laughs> she, I think as far as from her feedback, I think that's her favorite episode. Yeah. Um, and I, I think she's listened to all of them. You know, I think she's a big podcast listener. So it's funny the different ones that speak to different people. And he also runs the social media for Kits and Calico Coffee yes, Company. I see him all the time which now. Which is highly entertaining. Media. Yes. <laughs> they were kicking bags of coffee the other day. I don't know why they were doing that. It was his birthday. <laughs> Did you see? Like, he had, like, a... Like something like running into twenty two or twenty three because he's so <laughs> young. That. Yeah, that one cracked so me. Crazy up, so crazy young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yep. So yeah. hi, Joe. We like your episode. Yeah. Uh, yes. So episode one hundred and five. Okay. Well, I'm, that was an interesting. T- so it was about high school and like what it's like to be in high school now because I think. You, you don't think that you're old or that you get things skewed, like you think you have a good grasp on stuff, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the takeaway. Yeah. We're all old. I mean, yeah. like you step away from it and it changes. Yeah. And so without realizing it, like in my mind, everything was so much harder and different and like you couldn't walk from one class to the other without someone being like, hey, I got these drugs, you yeah. know? And, <laughs> Then we talked to Kelsey, who was great, and she was like, uh, no, I've never seen drugs. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should apologize. I uh, said something to the effect of, I thought, I sort of expected all high school kids to be wimps. <laughs> and I didn't really pick up on that as much when we were talking until when I was editing it, and I was like, that sounds harsh yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounded a little harsh here's where that came from i'm listening to this book called um how to raise adults something like that uh and they really drill into you this idea that um there's this over parenting sort of epidemic in america and these kids who can't take care of themselves when they go to college and things and and i in los angeles worked with a lot of people like that like i know a lot of people our age who can't do, can't think their way out of a wet paper bag. Like, it's crazy. Um, so my perception, of course, of younger people was that they, you know, their parents were doing their homework and they were, you know, kind of clutching at the apron strings and that sort of stuff right. based on this book that I've been reading. But, you know, that... I mean, this is a whole discussion itself, but parenting styles in Nebraska are not the same as parenting styles in the coast, which is rarely, where most of this book is aimed at, is well, sort of um, upper like, and middle that class That kind of mom has always elite. existed. Yeah, I mean, probably. Insert, you know, like <laughs> probably. I had friends that their moms might have been that way. Yeah. And then, then I had friends, or my mom, that, I mean, she was involved in my life, but she wouldn't necessarily have known if I had homework every day, which I didn't. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like, there were... You know, she definitely wasn't going to do it for me. I, in general, find Nebraska kids to be pretty gritty and and self-sufficient. Who are we just saying um, made their own 
food. You were oh, you were just saying. Never mind. Previously on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. But you know, I mean, I I don't know. I've I've found Nebraska kids to be very resourceful and self reliant as a whole. And, you know, a lot of them grow up in small towns where they do ride their bikes places and they do take themselves places and they have a little more freedom. You know, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I didn't mean they were all wimps. Obviously. Yeah, she did. She Obviously. just looked at me she's like, I did mean it though. Yeah. No, I, I really don't think it came out as much. And and I also went to Southern Valley, so we think everyone who went goes to Holdridge is a wimp. <laughs> Southern Valley's a little yeah. rougher, you know? It's, it, a, it's just a little it really rougher crowd. kind of a rough... Yeah. Oxford is a rough town. Yeah. There's good things about Oxford, but it's a rough place. Yeah. Yeah. So. We like it. We wear it, we wear it like a badge of honor, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's way more fun that way. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure even just like my high school experience. We're like, what? Your town is nice? Get out of here. <laughs> well, like when you talk about like how young you were when someone brought drugs to your party, I'm like. Oh, yeah. Eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely didn't see that. I yeah. like that didn't happen at my house like well did we talk about the dogs too they used to bring drug dogs to the school did they do that uh, at your school no they would sniff lockers and cars they didn't even my senior prom was the first one they had any sort of breathalyzer really and it was only when you got there Mm. so i didn't because i was i like way too serious to be the person that drinks at a prom or something you know but i still know there was there was kids that yeah they didn't drink before they came but then they like had it in their bag in the locker room you know like (laughs) So it doesn't matter. Like, they showed up sober, and then they got drunk. So, yeah, it seems. And also, if you're in high school and you're listening to this, that's a terrible idea, and don't do it. (laughs) They're going to breathalyze you later. (laughs) I saw on Facebook, you know how there are those quizzes on Facebook, and they're like, one of them was, I should have brought it for this discussion, but who were, you know, answer these questions based on who you were as a senior in high school, you know? And it was like, what was your car? And what was this? And what was that? And it was like, and one of them was like, do you still talk to your senior prom date? And I was like, Chase Quinn? Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> you have a prom with Chase Quinn? My senior year, I did, yeah. Hmm. I do. I mean, not... It was not a romantic prom date. <laughs> I see his family more than him. But yeah. I don't have it. I would definitely, when I saw him, I would talk to him. Yeah. I just, I mean... No. I'm not going to, like... I don't talk to any of my other prom dates. I don't talk to my junior prom date. I don't even know where he is. Anything about him. No, I know. Yeah. But that's funny. Yeah. Huh. You know what also I think was interesting in that one? I think it was that one that we talked about how the difference, because I think you and I are very similar in so many ways, but the difference where I feel like who I am now is like 12-year-old me with some, like, wrinkles and, you know, I mean, like, it's... Yeah, I'm, I a, wild, know, like, I'm a wildly I'm just, different person. I'm the same person. I'm, yeah, I'm not even close. I am still the same person and that you have changed so much. Yeah, I just had no idea who I was at I, at that age whatsoever at all. Like, I was just a shell of a person, you know. I, I had no idea what I wanted to do or who I wanted to be. And I was in everything and involved in everything. and But I was essentially directionless and hadn't made any... Um, I had one very, very good friend throughout high school. You know, I was <laughs> homecoming queen, but I had one friend that I count, you know. Um, so, you know, it's... Uh, and then I, college and, and film is really where I found out who I was and found I wasn't funny in high school. I had no personality whatsoever at all. See, I, and I honestly think that probably people would back me up on this. If yeah. not, 
let me know. I mean, email <laughs> us, at gmail.com. If you went to high school with me and you're like, uh, no, this is not what you were like. But I honestly, I feel like I'm the same person. I think if I saw someone from high school that I haven't seen forever, they still, they would agree with that. But I think high school was just such a different time for everybody. Yeah, it really was. And I always well, wonder. You, you just got to survive it. And yeah. somehow enjoy it because it, your life really is never going to get a lot easier. Yeah. That. And here's something we struggle with with Georgie, too, because I wonder if I had been in a bigger school oh. um, with more opportunity to explore things I was interested in. Yeah. I, I just I, there wasn't really much for me, I don't think. In, but you got there. I mean, yeah, I got there. I, I got there. But it was a lot of rebuilding my entire persona for a decade. Though, like, think about the things, like the parts of your personality, the parts of your character that came because you were there. Yeah, I mean, so of course. Like, yeah, maybe you would have found this niche before. Yeah. But what what parts of you would have been missing? If you would have been in a bigger community where you only did the things <laughs> that you wanted to do, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. So. You got to assume it worked out for the best, but. Right. <laughs> You know, happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's inter- It's just interesting to look back on. Yeah. Um, okay. Episode... So anyway, thanks, Kelsey. You were great. Kelsey was she incredible. Was... She was an ex- incredible example of a young person. And she was so easy for us to work with because mm-hmm. we were scrambling with traveling yeah. and being tired and trying to fit it. And I'm like, this is the two hours we have. It has to work. And she's like, sure, I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. So thank you. Really yeah. ideal guest. Hopefully she's loving college now. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would talk to more high schoolers again. I think it would be fun to do a group. Like a, yeah. Like a, like the more of the panel situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we do in Axtell. Oh, that's a good idea. We, we're going to be working with Axtell High School on yeah, a project coming up. It. Yeah. We're getting our social media interns. We hope so. <laughs> we couldn't be more thrilled. If you yeah. put it out there, this is really the, it's the secret. You know, if you put it out there, things manifest. Yeah. 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 They said no. we needed social media interns, and here they are. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine is a teacher at Excel, and he's like, hey, you know, what do you think about doing this? So we're at some point going to do probably a, a record one there and then have them kind of involved in more of the behind the scenes parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think it'll be fun and will benefit from it. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully they will too. Yeah. But the primary thing is we do. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so episode six is great. Um, it's uh, with a niece reason. Um, this one was so fun. This was so fun. Which is funny because I went into it thinking like, okay. This is a heavy one, yeah. Right. No, Anise is, is an incredible so conversationalist, yeah. yeah. She, um, so Anise is, we believe, literally the only black woman in Aurora, Nebraska. Um, and so we went in kind of wanting to know what that was like and what her experience was um, in that regard. And my friend Josie actually said something really, really interesting. She uh, was like, that's the best episode. She's like, well, the, the thing with Anise is that she fits into that community so well in so many other ways. Like, not, there isn't, right. you can't just transplant any person in America into central Nebraska and they fit in, right? Like, that's she true. is a Nebraskan at her core. The only thing that makes her different is that she looks different. You know, she's like, she's a, she's a core Nebraskan, and she you know? Wasn't, she wasn't raised here, but yeah, she's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like, so that's why she's the perfect, like, test subject for, like, you know, is it racism or is it you don't fit in, you know? And right. it's like, well, yeah, I mean, she she is there. She's right. right, you know. 
she makes so much sense in that community. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, yeah, no, Anise was great though. It was so fun to be there. And I loved that, like, so we got to hear about her love story. We got to hear about her transition moving to Nebraska. And then we also talked about the heavy stuff. But um, you could tell she just has, like, a patience and a just her presence was just great. But, like, yeah. her, I don't know. She just has a good grasp on it, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not going to be overly angry. She's not going to react. She kind of sees both sides of it a little bit mm. not that there are two sides yeah <laughs> i'm not saying that like there's bad and you know there's but, a bad side and a good side <laughs> right there's the bad side and the bad side yeah but she recognizes the intention behind it yeah I think, which mm-hmm. is is great yeah yeah not and, ne- and not necessary she doesn't have to she no, doesn't of course have not. to ever make an excuse for anything by saying like well they don't know you know that's yeah. not shouldn't be expected ever no so um, the, and, oh, yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> that uh, one's tough. I mean, anytime you put something about racism out there, it's tough and you get, you get feedback that comes back as racist, <laughs> you know, I mean, you, then you just start being like, well, I don't think their intention with that one was to be, I'm like, yeah, well it was, I mean, you know, I, I so the feedback on that one's is tough but it started a lot of good conversations i mean for me right. in particular <laughs> yeah you know i mean you, you then you just gotta continue explaining you know do right. your best to keep explaining <laughs> which is really i think the important thing with that is just to have the conversation mm-hmm. to maybe broaden people's horizons a little bit to see that your you know standard operating procedure maybe doesn't work anymore yeah and you need to adjust it and it doesn't matter if you think that like, well, this is what we've done for 50 years and this is what I'm going to do. Well, keep it, you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> and you're always going to be, I mean, I'm racist. You're racist. We are all right. There are some parts of us that are going to be. However, that doesn't mean we don't try to change them yeah. <laughs> or work on it. You know, mm-hmm. are we going to eradicate it from our lives? A hundred percent. Yeah. No. And I mean, not in our lifetime, no. but can we do things to minimize it? I don't, so, uh, just that, I think it was that week. If it wasn't that week, it was the week the episode dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, another example in Nebraska came out of Islamophobia. They had a uh, speaker coming to Mullen Public Schools talking about kindness. <laughs> that was her topic, was literally kindness. <laughs> and she was um, Muslim, and the some woman, bless her heart, got on Facebook talking about how she was there to brainwash their kids and basically convert them over. And wasn't there some nice little old lady? I mean, in parentheses, it might as well have said white. Yeah. um, That could teach them about kindness instead. Well, okay. Is there someone that you know of that's a speaker on kindness that could do that? No. And who cares? I don't, it was just terrible. And this, but so this woman is sitting in a hotel. Oh, excuse me, motel. In the speaker, the speaker was there in Mullen, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. And hearing from her friends worried about her safety about this social media post that is blowing up and uh, like within hours, ninety five people have liked and commented and and shared it and so. 
the one positive thing about this article, I think, which to really get a good understanding of it, I think you should read it. We could probably put the link out there. Um, but it's so hard to even want to do that because I feel like it's such a bad part of me, like wants to be like protective of Nebraska and I want to baby it and pretend like this stuff doesn't happen here. But anyways, obviously that's not the answer. Um, the one good part about this article is how the administration responded. So this principal emailed her at 430 in the morning, basically falling over himself, apologizing for the actions of his community. And everything he did from then on out was 100% what you should do. So I think number one, like, great. Like, because that could have gone worse. That mm-hmm. guy could have been a chicken and just said, we're not going to do this because it's causing a stir in my community. And then that just, you know, spreads the message that this woman is going to win then this one that is is posting about uh, brainwashing and uh, it was just the ugliest situation that you could think of and i think probably it ended up being a great lesson for these kids because the kids really responded to her lesson she even i think she said something in the article about how there was some students that specifically approached her to ask how she was doing and to make sure she was that's really nice and yeah like uh, you know the the idea that a 16 year old girl would feel comfortable and have the confidence to do that and also just have the empathy to to think like this poor woman is coming here and doesn't even feel safe and then has to try to come and talk to us about kindness when we are obviously not being kind. Yeah, I mean, know? honestly. So, anyways, that was the same week. So <laughs> when, I mean, the there was the county supervisor in Custer County, and there was the guy in Ord with the Make America White Again, and then there was this. And so if there was ever a time for an episode on racism. Well, and we had in Harlan County. <laughs> I don't even know I want to get into this. We had a woman. There's a woman, and I think she lives in Holdridge, but... Occasionally, she goes on a walkabout. <laughs> I saw that thing on Facebook. Yeah, and she's an African-American woman, and she walks the highways. I don't know where she goes. I don't know what she does. I think she I think she has some mental illness. Um, but the way people post about her is a very much like, hide your children, run for your right. wife. She's got a knife. She's it's involved dangerous. in sex trafficking. Yeah. She's dangerous. Yes, it's sex trafficking. I'm like, how is this woman walking down the highway by herself... She doesn't even have a vehicle. I mean, she, yeah. why are you not helping? You know, I mean, and did anybody call the cops? Because a black woman's walking through your town. Like, what the? What are you calling the cops I about? I wonder how many times the cops are called about this. A ton. I, oh, yeah. and that was some of the comments, too, where like, oh, we have, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. And I'm like. There's nothing you should do about uh, it. She's walking by the highway. Yeah, deeply upsetting to me. <laughs> I was like, just don't let your children play in the yard. I'm like, because they might see a black person. Like, I don't understand. See, and I would like to think that some of the calls coming to the cops are like, this person might need help. Yeah. Because if I'm walking by the highway, of course. Lord knows I need help. If yeah. I'm walking for three days, it's because my car ran out of gas down the road and I'm walking the wrong way. Or, you know, know, like, so, like, in some cases, I think I would like to believe that people have good intentions. Yeah. But not the Facebook post that I read about it. Yeah, same. No. Same. No. We probably saw the same one. They probably did. <laughs> um, but racism alive and well, folks. <laughs> definitely. Definitely thriving in Nebraska. Yeah. You know, on that Mullen thing, too, I guess I've, <laughs> I have a friend that shared the article. Yeah. And people jumped on it to defend 
her for posting the about racist people. Yeah, great. Saying that like because of 9/11, we should always act this way. Um and uh mm. today is September 11th. <laughs> great. Perfect. So I, I mean I don't I don't want it to look like I'm taking light of that, but that doesn't mean I mean yeah. how many terroristic activities are actually just white men that grew up here? About a thousand a year. <laughs> like 90 yeah. some crazy I percentage know. of them. I know. So yeah. Frustrating and we have to figure out something. Yeah. But the conversation helps, hopefully. My friend Lindsay <laughs> my friend Lindsay has a new motto in which <laughs> <laughs> she says, live every day like next year Elizabeth Warren will be president. <laughs> live every day like it's a year until Elizabeth Warren takes up. And you know what? It's a, it's a good way to live for a year. <laughs> it's not a bad year. Just, just lightens everything up. Just a touch. Just like a that. touch. And I guess the other Anise update is I got invited to game night. <gasps> yeah, in October. Did they forget my? You'll be there. It's fine. <laughs> I don't. Remember. We don't have a date yet. <laughs> just the hypothetical October game night. I, I will just keep October open. Yeah, and just keep the month. <laughs> keep the like, month of October. Sorry, Jessica. I need the month off because there's a chance I'm like, get to go to game night. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and, and I really do think it would be fun to have a Nissan again. She's maybe just as like fun. a third host component. It'd yeah. be fun. Have her bring somebody. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. But she's, um, that's just a fun listen. It's a, you know, it's, it's a tough listen in that it, there, we do talk about racism and about, yeah. there's some ugliness. Maybe in it's worth talking about racism again, yeah. but maybe more like outside of her personal mm-hmm. experience and just more about just racism in general. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, uh, my college class is about racism. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Teacher. So, um, I'm not gaining a lot from it yet, but it's only, I've only, done two chapters so i mean literally like one of the terms in chapter one was racism <laughs> chapter two was about prejudice i mean <laughs> so it's pretty basic still i'm yeah. kind of thinking that it'll get a little bit heavier down the road um yeah. but also you got to think it's it's probably made for a 19 year old so yeah maybe mm-hmm. they don't know as much about mm-hmm. those things so yeah um Okay, well, episode seven, unless there's anything else you want to... Nope, that's good for me. Okay. Uh, Was about horse therapy. We had Carter from the Carney Therapeutic Horseback Riding Program. Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) Just rolls off the tongue. I wrote Carney Therapeutic HB. (laughs) Or horseback. Great. That's how they abbreviate it. They spell out all the words and then they just do the two letters. But they had their horse show. I've seen some pictures on Facebook. Um, I think Carter was great. I did get some feedback on that one. I forgot about. I have a friend that I don't know if she has listened to the back episodes. I want to say no. She maybe has just listened to this one. But she texts me out of the blue and she said something about like, holy deep voice or something. <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, he really had a, you know, kind of, a, he was pretty quiet, but I guess it was also deep. And then she was like, he sounds like such a sweetheart though. I'd love to meet him. And I was like, okay. Like that, was, I don't know. He was very nice. Well, I mean, maybe he wants you to paint him a picture. It's yeah. my friend that's an artist. Like, oh, that's nice. Paint a picture of him on a horse. Great. Yeah. You can meet him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, 
Um, they had their show. Yeah, I don't know. They're having their golf scramble. On- which will be the day before we release this. Yeah. But I'm sure they'll still take donations. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to be in an event to donate. Uh, great organization. Um, like you said, they're really relying on community donations to stay afloat. Um, yeah. Um, horses take a lot of money. <laughs> Maybe you're aware of this. Yeah. Horses can, are <laughs> one of the most expensive animals to own. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I just watched a clip on Facebook this morning that someone shared of like a bunch of horses being um, moved into, you know, I don't know where they were before. Apparently probably oh. some pasture. Yeah. And then they were all being moved into this big. Did you see it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it in the, was it the storm? Was it, were they being moved because of Hurricane Dorian? That's maybe. No, this was, I think somewhere in Nebraska. It was just like a ranch, hmm. but it was just interesting to watch all the, it was mainly like the, Oh my gosh, I'm such a horse expert. Mares. Sure. Is that mom horses? Mares? Seems like it. And ponies. <laughs> mom, it, it actually did say babies. So I mean, <laughs> to my. <laughs> but um, it was just, it showed all of them. And it was just, it was nice just to see them kind of running free and then yeah. run into their big corral and then run into another pasture. And I don't know. Horses are just a little bit like mystical, kind of, you yeah, know, of course. like. Of course they are. So I, watching that, it maybe like the therapy side of it came a little bit just to think that like to maybe feel like you have almost like a personal relationship with a horse. That is definitely a privilege. Like that's something that I can see how you would benefit from that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I did. I went and I I was looking for pictures of my cousin taking her son to um, horse therapy and she has a video of him just like laughing <laughs> on his way because he's so excited. <laughs> and he was pretty little, like three or four years old. But oh. He was just so, like giddy with excitement to oh. go ride his horse. That's nice. So, yeah, I think it's a great program. It was nice to get to know a little bit more of the kind of this, maybe not science behind it, but like the idea of like how it came about and yeah. how it's beneficial. Yeah. And we, you know, I, I didn't realize there was, I mean, he's pretty innovative in the things he does for the patients and the games he develops and the stuff they, you know, they work on together. And I didn't realize it was much more than like trotting in a circle with somebody holding the rain. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I pictured it almost like a carnival where you march in a circle. You know, I don't, something that like you wouldn't benefit from it because you know how to ride a horse or something, you know, right. I kind of, I can sit on a horse while it moves. Right. (laughs) Me too. That would be me. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm excellent. I wouldn't say I've ever been taught to ride, but. Oh, back in my rodeo days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's fine. I did have some of those jeans, though. Yeah, of course. Everybody. What were those? The, ropers. No. No, not those were the ropers boots. or the boots. Rocky Mountain. Yeah, there it is. Where, like, it turns every girl's butt into an upside-down heart. <laughs> which I don't know why you want that. But I definitely had a bear. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I had several colors. You had teal. Oh, you have your purple. You got your coral. Just dark denim. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, Sorry. it was too cool for the colored Sorry. cowboy jeans. <laughs> the The... The elite mark in cowboy society in the 90s was <laughs> your jeans matched your boots. So, like, you had the coral jeans, you had the coral lace-up ropers, like, you were killing it. 
<laughs> Did you have multiple pairs? No, of course of- not. I was. That was like that was like girls whose okay. moms gonna, cared. You know, <laughs> I, I was, did have one pair. I was the sweaty of- tomato faced oh, kid whose <laughs> braid was falling out. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and somehow that girl that has the matching jeans and boots, she's not sweaty, even though she's wearing it's like insane a to full, me. insane like, to me, a, sh- a long sleeve buttoned up all the way shirt. I don't trust like, people who don't sweat. She could not be more covered in heavy fabrics, and somehow she's not sweaty. And her hair is Pristine. perfect. And she's, like, was big. she not working in the same barn I was? Like, I was washing animals. Like, what, what were you doing? Like, in my like, she went straight from like a air conditioned um uh what's it called on a set uh <laughs> like a dressing room yes like yeah. a, you know like the the trailer trailer yeah. Uh-huh. yeah she came straight from that on to the show ring yeah but you know that's not i mean i i knew some of those girls I they know. were out there working too it's baffling to how me. i don't know i don't like i was sitting there at the same shows wearing shorts and like my Doc Martin knockoff sandals and a t-shirt with a tank top over it I because I was cool. Yeah, that's what we And want. I was still sweating. I know. And and I was not working. And then this girl comes out. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I don't I don't <laughs> trust anyone who doesn't sweat. I truly don't. <laughs> but that is like that. All of those girls, all yeah. of those like rodeo girls, the very like the agriculture, not the, you know, like the livestock families that they win all the shows and, you know. I mean, we were winning. We just looked, I just looked you a just little sloppy look doing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it won. It, it didn't count as much. If, you sh- if you're sweating in your photo, yeah. it doesn't count as much. <laughs> I'll see if I, can, I wish I could share some of these photos because <laughs> these are the best photos of all time with me, my bright red cheeks covered in sweat winning yeah not cute it's not cute Uh, it is what it is my baby has that tomato face now she gets so red when she plays outside she does she's got very much i've never heard that phrase before oh well if you just i just i just must not have (laughs) swing just go ahead and swing by daycare and take a look at georgie and you'll get it (laughs) oh that's it there it is tomato face (laughs) i had it probably when you showed up today Oh, hey, tomato face. <laughs> uh, I'm here for the little tomato face. <laughs> Somehow it almost sounds like it like, could be racist. I know. <laughs> or I don't know but why. It's like, but it's against like Anglo. Like, you know, like, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, no one... No one is going to be deep. Well, people could be deeply offended by it, but I don't care. Did yes. I talk about my genetics research at all on this podcast? Um, we did. We okay, talked about it. <laughs> Before the horses? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> yes, because that's when we talked about... So I don't know if it was the Germans or the English that gave me my <laughs> tomato face, but... It could be both. It's probably both, say. honestly. Probably both. <laughs> See, I have some of that in, like... I don't know, though. I think it's a lot of Irish, and I don't know. I'm going to find out. Are you going to do a 23andMe? Well, no, I think my mom's going to, and then I'm going to contact my aunt. We have had this kit that my sister bought my dad for Christmas last year, and he doesn't want to do it. So my mom has finally decided she's going to do it. He doesn't want to spit in a tube? No. (laughs) It's really busy. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. He doesn't have time to spit in it too. <laughs> he was like, "You just do it." And I'm like, "Well, that's not why they bought it for you." Yeah. Um, but his brother has had one done, so mm-hmm. I think he thinks 
why do it? Because my brother did it. Hmm. Which, I mean, theoretically, they sh- they do have the yeah. same parents. I mean, it is the same, yeah. hopefully. Um, but I think my mom is going to do it. So then I think if I reach out to my aunt and get my uncles, mm-hmm. then I can see both sides of it. So I guess I'll, I could in the near future know mine. What's really fun directly. is if you all use the same company. So my mom's parents have both done it. My parents haven't done it, and my dad's side hasn't done it. But a lot of people on my mom's side have. So I can see what segments of my DNA overlap with my grandparents, Uh-oh. which is really fun. Um, so I can know that you know the top half of you know my third chromosome is from my grandma Jan, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. which is kind of fun. That is cool. Yeah. So and not that still it would yeah. maybe be some benefit to doing mine. It's just kind of interesting to see how it all pieces together, but yeah, you know. But I can also see like the like yeah, I can make a project of it. Like I could take my my dad's and I could take my mom's and I could have some sort of Excel spreadsheet where then I could take all of that, you know, divide it like give half of it to me or not. Yeah, half, you know. Like, I mean, you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's, if you need to bring Excel into this. <laughs> I feel like there is a specific group of people out there that is like, yes, I can picture the spreadsheet. The column would be called this. And, you know, yeah. like there are, you just must not be an Excel lover. It's just you I, and Ross. No, 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 no. It's so many more people than I that. I know it is. People um, love Excel. My friend Nikki and I, like, we like to do stuff. Like, we travel together we do projects together we you know we do lots of stuff together but it almost a hundred percent of the time involves a spreadsheet yeah even if it's like a grocery list yeah but then i'm a word in powerpoint those are my go-tos i love a powerpoint i see i don't see how you work powerpoint into your daily life oh constantly what did i just do with it oh my landscaping plans Not any cooler than Excel. So you're like, I used it to to diagram my front yard, and then and then I used it like Photoshop to to show what it would look like with the new landscaping in it. Because you can remove the background in PowerPoint, so I could just put the shrubs. I really. I used it like a design software. Is what I did recently. You can use PowerPoint for everything. Yeah, it's just a different kind of nerd. <laughs> There's someone's like, yeah. well, okay, ninety percent of the people out there are like, oh my gosh, these two are both terrible. Right I know. Now. And I was like, Ross, okay, here's what we're gonna do. And he's like, oh, he's like, there's a there's a presentation. <laughs> and then Ross is like, but I prepared this Excel spreadsheet. But you know, Kim looking just enables all of this because they sent it to her, and she's like, I love it. I love every. It looks so good. Tell me more about page three. <laughs> you know, and then I send it to my mother-in-law, and she's like, "That's really nice." Can you? Um, I mean, I know this week is going to be a big ask. Yeah. But at some point, could you maybe prepare a PowerPoint <laughs> presentation? Like, why should you watch the No Concept podcast or sure. somehow relate it, yeah. and then and then you know make it so that people can see this, <laughs> and then I'll make a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know track. if we can host the PowerPoint somewhere on our website, but we'll see what we can do. <laughs> oh, you can't share a PowerPoint on as a link. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know about that because I'm not a PowerPoint nerd. But I feel like you should. Mm-hmm. A little disappointed. I could send it to you in an email. 
listener. <laughs> Sign up with your email below. Darcy will send you a PowerPoint presentation. So I hope you learned something about PowerPoint today. Oh. And the many uses. Yes. I wish I could remember what else I've made PowerPoints for. It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's so much stuff. I don't use PowerPoint. Like, I've only used PowerPoint when required by a class. Yeah. I mean, I should buy Adobe software for the things I use PowerPoint for. But, power, but I have PowerPoint, PowerPoint, so I use it. So you don't need it, because yeah. you have PowerPoint. <laughs> All you need to do is remove a background and layer things. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> I get it. It works. It's fine. It's fine. For what I'm doing, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> um... And with that, that's yeah. all our episodes. Yes. Thank you, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, that's who needs a plug. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we will be back in two weeks. Uh, Darcy will be back from her travels abroad. Woo-hoo. I will still be here. Woo-hoo. What do I have in the next two weeks? I have a wedding and I have... Uh, oh, I have... Um, I'm going to Hamilton. Me too. When are you going to Hamilton? On Saturday. Matinee? Yes. That's when we're going Wait, to Hamilton. On the 21st or the 28th? <laughs> oh, no. We're going the 14th. Oh, so... No, that's... Oh, this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh. I go on the 28th. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hamilton runs that long? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's wild. That's funny that I, we're um, going to a Saturday matinee. But how yeah. did, so, you li- do you listen to the music? Yes. Do you listen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been around so long. Here's where I go with Hamilton. It's like, yeah, yeah, the music's fun, music's fun, music's fun. Can't really understand all of it, but it's pretty fun. And then I'm like, yeah, but the staging seems kind of abstract. I'm like, I don't know if I like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know if there's really much speaking. Like, I think it's kind of like a Les Mis musical where it's all singing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't love that. And then the... Then it, like, but then you'll see somebody review it. They're like, I just don't know how all this came together. And it's so wonderful and so powerful. And all you hear is raves about it. But as a person who hasn't seen it yet, I'm like, I don't know. See, I'm afraid I'm how it can be, be that good. Disappointed because I have super high expectations. Yeah, I, but I listen to the soundtrack from beginning to end, so I feel yeah. like I know the whole story. Yeah, I have 